0: new processors for the intel imax already motorola ships the new iTunes phone and we're at tad sheeler's house for this week's podcast my mac podcast 67 the next generation of radio it's the mymac.com podcast from the MyMac.com studios, it's your hosts, Tim Robertson and Chad Perry.
1: And in actuality, we're about 30 miles west of our normal broadcast facilities in Kalamazoo, Michigan, and at Tad Sheeler's house. Hey Ted, how's it going? Great. Thanks for having us over, and uh, we appreciate it. It's been a long time. Too long. Gosh, how long has it been since you've actually been on the podcast? It was what, um, about April May,
2: you know, one dog, a new car, a new
1: ibook uh, and your daughter couldn't play the piano as well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been way too long um I'd like to say that uh both Tad and Chad were uh in my wedding. You guys were my best men in my wedding, so yes, we witnessed the event, and uh <laughs> they'd love to tell the tale. <laughs> There's not a lot going on. Actually, we're going to do some video reviews while we're over here at Tad, so we're going to keep this somewhat short this week. Yeah, we may actually be showing off one of Tad's little latest inventions, too.
2: Have you named your invention yet? Well, I didn't invent it. I uh, just did a lot of researching on the internet and uh, kind of picked little pieces and parts from different ideas and came up with that.
1: Do you want to describe what it is for our listening audience? Because hopefully they'll listen to this and go, I have to see this, and then they'll go download the video in a couple days.
2: Well, for those that are interested in uh, videography, it's called a jib arm. It's kind of uh, a crane type device for uh, your video camera that uh, allows you to get some interesting shots that Really can't get any other way. I, I you know, it, it doesn't look like a home brew
0: rig to me. I mean, it no. looks fairly professional. That's what I thought too when I saw it. Except for the crappy video camera up there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but could you double it for like a boom mic? Because we've been wanting one of those. So. There you go. Yeah, actually, if, yeah, if you can you build could. something like that for a microphone, that's what we've been
1: looking for without having to spend any money because we're cheapskates. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a stick. It's called a stick. <laughs> that's about what it is. Uh not a whole lot of Mac news going on this week since the last time we recorded. Last week we recorded on was it Thursday? Thursday. Yeah. Yep. So we were a day late last week recording, but we're a day early this week. So mm-hmm. geez, just not enough time has passed. We had a Yeah, weekend. very
0: very little's transpired in the Mac world over the last week, but we do have a couple of news items we're gonna jump into real quick. The NBC uh
1: network, they canceled the show Book of Daniel, which I watched one episode, the first one, and it, it was just so comp I mean that it's just a horrible show. The acting was great, but there was like 50 different plot lines and it was so unbelievable. I was like, "Eh." Like Desperate Housewives in church? Uh, not quite that bad, <laughs> but uh but they canceled the show with some unaired episodes. So, NBC has posted those unaired episodes online for free. It's great, right? Sure. Well, when you visit the site, it states that re- it requires Internet Explorer 5.5 or higher running on Windows OS. So not only did they cancel a show that quite a few people liked, but because uh, NBC has that exclusive deal with Microsoft.
2: Yeah. But you know... I've run into that. I didn't realize that's what was happening, but I like the show Office.
1: Well, think of MSNBC. Right.
2: Yeah. I guess that makes sense. But they'll go to see... Office, the, 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 the Watch Office. Clips, I don't yeah. know if mm-hmm. you guys watch that. Mm-hmm. I love that show. Oh, that's, that's a great, a show, great show. show. Absolutely. But you go online to catch the deleted scenes, and you can't watch, and you can't watch them. Yep. You could mm-hmm. on a PC, but you can't on a Mac. Yeah.
1: But here's the thing. They'll give the free stuff away to the window users, but on a Mac, if you have iTunes, you can buy those things. NBC has quite a few episodes of yeah, different television what's, shows. Yeah. what's going on there? I can't figure that well, out. I'm you're like, paying for it. You're paying for it, and NBC... From everything I've read online, the networks are getting like $1.49 or $1.39 per episode when you buy something on the iTunes Music Store. Wow. Shouldn't they change it? Shouldn't it just be the iTunes Store now? Get rid of the music part. It's music and video now. Well, iTunes. Yeah, iTunes. But still. The um, iTunes Media Center. Media Store. Media Store. That there would you be go. better. But you, know, you can buy The Office now on the day after it airs. You can buy that right on iTunes. But you can't go watch the... Freely distributed deleted scenes at NBC, yeah. and the only reason I could think of is MSNBC. You know, Microsoft and NBCs yeah. had a partnership for half a decade now.
2: Yeah. I I thought it was something with Real Player no. that you had to have the right. Uh, no, nope. when I when I ran or, it,
1: it clearly came up and it said it requires Internet Explorer 5.5 or higher running on Windows OS. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe when we finally get those dual boot Macintosh machines, yeah. Maybe then we'll probably we can get some of the free stuff that the window users then we'll really enjoy. be
0: somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then, right. then, then we'll be special. <laughs> That's right. And we got a little reader feedback. Uh, Ken Ross, he who, won
1: the uh, Macromedia Studio Eight contest we had thousand dollar program we gave away.
0: Yep. Uh, we we kind of posited a question. Tim last week had heard that Apple was worth more than Disney, and we kind of wondered how that was. And so Ken writes. If you check any stock related website, for example Yahoo Finance, you will see that the market cap for Apple or AAPL on one thirty two thousand six is sixty three point four five billion. While the market cap for Disney or DIS is forty nine point oh one billion. So there you have it, Apple has a better market cap than Disney and and is in essence worth more.
1: Hmm.
2: Interesting.
0: Yeah. So Disney is not worth as much
2: as Apple. I'd like to pose a question here that sure. I've been thinking about since the uh, purchase of Pixar. Uh-huh. Is Steve Jobs the next Walt Disney?
1: Well, no. yes and no. Because Walt Disney was a true visionary, I think. Well, and I don't that's think why I asked the question. Of artistic... I mean, he started with nothing and built this. And some could say Steve Jobs did the same thing with Apple Computer, but he had a whole lot more help
2: than Walt Disney did. Um, they started in a garage. I mean, well, and, yes. And, and I guess I guess the reason I, I kind of say maybe there is some kind of similarity there is his perfectionism, his inability, his his unwillingness to accept. I don't think also the monetary part of it.
1: Yes, well, that's You know, he, 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 I don't think that Steve Jobs is the genius behind Pixar. John Lasseter oh. is the genius behind Pixar. Yes, but Steve mm-hmm. Jobs
2: is the genius behind John Lasseter. Absolutely. Someone had to hire him and he- someone right. had to give him the control. And Walt Disney was the same way. He wasn't did in there did you drawing notice? the cartoons. He didn't create Mickey Correct. Mouse. Right. He so, hired the artists So is that Steve did. Jobs the next
1: Disney? The next Walt Disney? Maybe. He owns
2: 60% of Disney stock. That means he basically owns Disney now. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I'd like to see happen to Walt Disney? I want to see Walt Disney, the wonderful the company. world of Disney on at 7 o'clock on Sunday night. Yeah, the way it used to be.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> I it remember used, that. Yep. that. I grew up yep. with
2: that. That was the highlight of my
1: week. Yeah, mm-hmm. But, you know, we're, it's so much more sophisticated now. There's so many more choices. And but for the last, so much retro stuff. Yes, but you know what? For the last year, Disney-produced feature films have really been terrible. In comparison to what everybody else is doing, right?
2: <laughs> oh, you—you said something on, I think it was last week's pa- podcast. Um, Bambi, no, two. no, I've been saying this for a while. <laughs> Bambi, I've two been saying two this. out of the woods. I saw it. You know, the <laughs> I saw a commercial
1: for it. It, it was funny because <laughs> my joke, has, my joke has <laughs> been for a long time. Disney's the type of company that they've gone to the well so often. You are going to see Bambi return to the it's woods called, yeah. as a
2: joke. There is a term for it. They call it milking the mouse
1: oh absolutely yeah but it was so funny that that was just a running joke of mine mm-hmm. and then we're watching tv last week and there's and a commercial bingo, for Bambi commercial too. Yeah. i about crapped myself i was like no way <laughs> i'd left like, no way. way i couldn't believe it some people are gonna think oh you knew that was coming no i had no idea <laughs> i don't pay enough attention to future disney products to even care enough to have checked it out but the yeah. other
2: thing is when was the last time disney ever did anything with their main characters, with Mickey Mouse, with Donald Duck, with Goofy.
1: Goofy's a wasn't great Wasn't it Fantasia
2: character. 2000?
1: Or and you could say maybe, maybe uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, but yeah, Fantasia 2000 was well that over was Looney Tunes, though,
0: wasn't it? Yeah, but Roger Who Framed Roger Rabbit was That was, was what? Daffy Duck and... Who Framed Roger eight, Rabbit? 89? Well, that was it Looney Tunes. Would, well, no, they combined
1: the Disney characters, Mickey Mouse... And uh, W B. right, and that, that's the only,
0: and that was the only time you'd ever see them together. Again. Yeah, you saw uh, Daffy Duck playing
1: against Donald Duck on the pianos, and no, 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 uh, no, no, Bugs Bunny, and Bugs Bunny, and it, so. and and Mickey, Mickey parachuting off the building. Yeah, it was yeah. brilliant. It was a it was a great movie, and of course, mm-hmm. they only made one. But what kills me is, and, and and I and we mentioned this last week. Is this more of a when when apple purchased next it was really a next acquisition of apple because next basically took over in a very short period of time all mm-hmm. the top next people became all the top apple people and just basically displaced their counterparts across the board mm-hmm. and is that going to happen at disney well what was what the first major announcement after disney purchases pixar Usually, if you're three, the biggest company... Yeah. if year's in charge of animation. And he canceled Toy Story 3. Yep. Did there he? Were, there were yeah. hundreds of people working on Toy Story 3 and 4. Completely canceled. Great. Mm-hmm. And he said, only the original creators are going to work on sequels. They destroy it. and mm-hmm. But here's what gets me. And not just Toy Story, but if that's true, great. That means no more of these part four point point five of Lion King and all this mm-hmm. crap. Keep going to the well and milking the mouse like you said. Let's see some new original kind. They don't have to have a new movie every other month. Mm-hmm. If you have two movies a year, that's as widely successful and critically two acclaimed as... Two movies a year.
2: Actually, Pixar works, I think, on a two, a year and a half. Year and a half to two times. years. Yeah. But, yeah. but
1: they're a much bigger company And now, DreamWorks
2: right. and, and Disney were working on like six months to a year. And that's right. probably, you know, it's like a slave mm-hmm. shop. Right. But let's let's keep it simple.
1: One or two movies a year. And do it the Pixar way where it's critically acclaimed, it's just brilliant the across the board. The they're gonna make more thing. money in the long run than just throwing more crap at the wall. But this well, is not, a, this is I the think
2: m- the animation part though is in good hands. Oh, yes. what, what I wonder is what what else is Disney? In in essence, that is what Disney is. is sure. An animation.
1: That's what movie. they've always been. And they've capitalized well, on that with uh, theme parks and stuff like that. Right. And
0: that's, but now they also have media. I mean they own ABC and ESPN and ESPN. Yeah. So It's and, more and than just that now.
2: Did you see kind of this dovetails mm-hmm. into all that a little bit? The uh Yep. On Mac I think I saw it on Mac Minute. Uh there's what was it? They're they're selling uh commercials? Yeah, that, that, the was ESPN that was at my commercials. That was that. was at our site Dad. Was it?
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right. Donny Donny But then they changed <laughs> it almost immediately because after Danny wrote his article, oh, did and they? you went to yep, and you went there. Now they're free. Are like they? seven or eight commercials from ESPN? And they're free. Oh, yeah. I'm downloading because, because those, I was love like, their commercials. Who is going to pay two dollars for a, a fifteen-second spot? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Just, it's crazy. <laughs> Uh, So, yeah, I know we keep going on to the Disney Pixar rant on the Mac podcast, but that's just the way it is. Yep. Uh, Next up, Accelerate Your Mac, it's a really good website if you're curious, is reporting that the latest Japanese magazine, MacFan, a writer successfully swapped out the 1.83 gigahertz Core Duo Intel chip with a 2 gigahertz Core Duo. So it's Intel... Core Duo inside the new iMac is attached to the motherboard via a socket. Swapping the processors should be fairly easy. They do note, however, the 2GHz do core costs almost $500, so the speed increase at that price point is really not a good idea. Mm. Um, but this brings up an interesting idea. Will it be possible to upgrade the current iMacs to a much faster Intel chip when they become available? Will the next generation iMacs be socket-mounted CPUs as well? With a MacBook Pro? What's this mean long term for uh, upgradability of these machines? If you buy a 1.83 gigahertz iMac right now, Intel, and in six months they come out with a 3 gigahertz version or even a 2.5 that's reasonably priced, Mm -hmm. could you upgrade easily enough? This could be a resurgence in third party processor upgrades. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know places like Mac Sales, and 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 they're really doing well when it comes to selling older processor upgrades. Yeah, and I mean you both did it, yeah. that for your yeah. G fours. Mm-hmm. Still, still, still running, cranking away. Mm-hmm. But what's that do in the future? Does that mean you know you buy a machine now, and you know you're going to be able to expand it in the future? I kind of hope Apple goes that route. I don't think they will, because this is just the first generation. I think yeah. mounting it via socket was probably a a cost saving. I don't think that Apple wants... Apple yeah. doesn't like to have processor upgrades up and running out there. No, it kills takes away their business. Resale. Right, well, sure. I, I,
2: my, my G4, I'd probably have a G5 sitting there if, if you I wasn't upgrade it, able yeah. to buy three more years out of it by yeah. upgrading the processor. Yeah. You're
1: probably towards the end of the life cycle on your G4. I, I don't know. I've well, replaced you've got, you've, just
2: about everything that's in it. i replaced the power supply, but well, honestly, the video your, card.
1: Your, your iBook G4 that you got sitting in front of you is more powerful than your... G4 sitting up there on the floor.
2: It doesn't have expandability. That's a dual 1.2. This is a a single 1.3.
1: But that's great if you have the application that's going to take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. And not every application is going to take advantage of a dual processor machine. Photoshop will, a couple video editing. But realistically, for everyday use, your iBook is
2: going to be faster than the... That's actually, I think, the the hard drive speed on this is the weak link.
1: So Mm -hmm. uh, you were saying... Um now that you have how long have you bu- had the iBook G4? Uh
2: I think I got it in maybe October,
1: so not too long ago. And now mm-hmm. that you've moved into portables, you said when we got over here that you hardly ever go sit in front of the I haven't been on my tower
2: my workstation in a month. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And cuz you're wireless here in the house now, yeah. so you can Isn't it, it it's hard when you you go from a desktop machine into a portable? Obviously you're not gonna do heavy graphic work on this because right. that's much easier sitting with a mouse and you can mm-hmm. really concentrate. But isn't it nice being able to put the laptop in your
2: lap and browse mm-hmm. the net, load your iTunes library from the server mm-hmm. in the other room? Yeah, check your email, plug it into your stereo, use it as a, a jukebox. It's it's so yeah. handy. It, it's the first thing I do when I get home is check my email and I wouldn't be without a laptop after him. Yeah.
0: Uh, Yeah, they're nice. I love mine. Well, next, Motorola, as we speculated a few weeks ago, has indeed shipped a new iTunes phone, the Silver, or L7 as Motorola calls it. The Silver is S-L-V-R. Yep. At this time, we don't know yet if the Silver is also saddled with the 100-song limit or not. The Silver looks a lot like the Razer, although it is not a flip phone. Singular is, so far, the only carrier to have the phone. It is slim, sleek, and very attractive. Cost is one hundred ninety nine bucks with a two year service agreement. It is a cool looking phone. I don't know. Is if it, it's black. Is it the silver or the sliver? I, no, <laughs> I think
1: it's, I think it's supposed to be the silver. Yeah, But it could could be sliver. It could be a sliver. I V R. I don't know. It's kind it's, of it's razor a, like. You know. Yeah, it's yeah. got the same Sharp. keypad, and and I really like that. Um, I in fact I had to upgrade my phone, my uh, old. My old mobile phone stopped working. I finally have a Motorola with Bluetooth and all that, so I'm looking forward to seeing how I can sync up my data from my telephone onto my computer.
0: If you're a Mac user and you need a hosting service for your website, why would you want to host your site on anything else but a Macintosh? InnoTech has been hosting the MyMac.com website for over seven years and we wouldn't have it any other way. Are they the cheapest web hosting company in the world no. Do they offer the largest amount of server space of bandwidth in the world? Of course not. But with InnoTech, you don't get pie-in-the-sky false promises, just the best customer service, the most popular hosting service plans, and everything running on the latest Apple Macintosh server gear. Check them out at www.inotech.com myMac for special pricing. That's www.inno-tech.com backslash myMac. Inotech the trusted web server of MyMac.com, for over seven years. That's like 49 dog years.
3: You're listening to the Dashboard Minute, heard exclusively right here on the MyMac.com podcast. Please hang up and try again. Hi everyone, Guy Sarah, welcome again to the Dashboard Minute. This show will be a little different as I have no widgets to review, mostly because I haven't had time to write or read or do much of anything that I normally do to make this show, so uh, in order to kind of fill my time, instead, I've decided I'm going to do a I wouldn't call it a best of show, um well, tell you what you listen to it, you make up your own minds. I make plenty of mistakes as I make this podcast, and uh, I won't hold back anyway. Here it is. Hope you enjoy it. Sorry, Tim. Our friends across the pond in England have made a widget that will go through their entire their entire for sale site library. And I'm going to have to start again because that was just not what I wrote. So I'm going to stop. Widget, and it's available from Apple's dashboard download site, along with uh, with many other... Along with... Well, I'm just doing really well today. On any game takes you to the Spock... To the Spock? Spock! Spock, where are you? Ah! Ah! Try that that created this widget has an email address which is sobox at mac.com that's s-o-b-k-s-o-b-o i can't spell either (laughs) haha if you don't have a (laughs) broadband the ability to choose which speed you're online with isn podcast edit and i said four didn't i it's really only three (sighs) <sighs> That's what I get for not doing my research and changing what it was that I'm trying to say. Duh. Of the more... What is this? More widgets. <sighs> I forgot the name of the damn widget. <sighs> well, you know, it's just kind of the way it works sometimes. And I just don't seem to have a brain. The symbol on the upper right takes you out of Dashboard to, da- to Apple's Dashboard site. You'll find it as... i tried i tried tim i really did try (laughs) were you lucky enough to get an ipod for christmas if you did now maybe you need some accessories this is dawn from small dog electronics we're the largest apple dealer in new england and we've got ipod accessories coming out of our Oops, (laughs) Oops, <laughs> we've got a lot of iPod accessories. Like the Small Dog Groove Cube, a portable pair of speakers for your iPod, which costs only $29.95. Or the hippod a hip-attaching carrying case with external speakers for $25. Stay warm this winter in a Burton iPod jacket. For the family, maybe it's time for a home theater system. We bundle a Mac Mini, THX sound system, and an LCD projector. It's adjustable up to 300 inches diagonal for only $1,400.
1: Hello, this is Berkey from Small Dog. Check us out online at SmallDog.com or come visit us at the Small Dog Showroom in Waitsfield, Vermont, on the way to Sugarbush and Mad River Glen. Thanks to uh, SmallDog.com, Inotech.com as our sponsor, and that was a good dashboard minute. I always yep. like listen to mistakes that I didn't make.
0: Yeah, we should probably do a gag reel, but the problem is that. Never keep any of them. So no, <laughs> we and, and usually they're in the podcast. Those. Anyways, yeah. so. <laughs> you hear all. Remor- it's, it's
1: very rare when Chad and I actually go back and edit something that we did. We we both go, Nah, that's okay. Let's let's just move on. We'll stop. Do you want to edit that? Nah, heck with it. If you want a
2: blooper reel, just go back to the Mac World. Uh- oh yeah. That was, <laughs> Skype. Oh
1: man, the Skype
2: fiasco, <laughs> it, it, a huge fiasco. It, we were we were
1: thinking about just not using any of that, but then we thought. Well, let people hear what it's really like to when it was when you're trying to do a podcast with technology. As, as good as the new technologies are, sometimes it just doesn't work. Yeah. And that's this, this the way it is. Go ahead, someone else talk so I can take a drink. Yep.
0: So uh, now that Macs are shipping with the Intel processors, some people may be wondering how easy or difficult it would be for PC software makers to create Mac versions of their software. So... I guess the question I'm interested in is if you could see any PC software titles converted for the Mac, what would it be? Ted?
2: Oh, God, you're throwing a, that at me without any prior forewarning. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really a PC user, so. Not anymore. Um,
1: Tim, I, let I, me think. I, I, <laughs> the, the only
2: thing I would say is
1: I would like to see a third party developer create software that would make it easy for. PC games to be converted to the Mac platform, mm-hmm. but you know what? When I, I wrote this question, thinking, well, this might be able to spark some conversation during the podcast," but you know what? If we start getting dual boot machines, and when you boot into XP or Vista, and it runs natively, it's not like it's emulated. It's it's just like on any other PC, and you got a good graphic card. Do you need these programs converted to the Macintosh anymore? Seriously. I don't think you do. If you can just go out and buy a copy of Windows and then buy all the software for Windows 2 to run on your Mac. Yeah. It's it's kind of interesting. I'm kind of curious on what's going to happen. Operating if,
2: systems are just going to be an app.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. It, operating systems themselves are I mean, going to be you're an gonna, application. you are
2: going to go between Vista and, and OS, whatever it is. Right. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, um, well,
1: when you think about what you're doing with your computer most of the time, um, it almost doesn't make a difference what operating system is running as long as it's running correctly and it's not full of security flaws, which is slowing down your computer and you're getting malware and spyware and viruses. Like I mean, Windows is just so buggy and so slow. I mean, there's literally code built into Windows that if you visit a website and see a graphic, you can be infected with a virus now. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And you don't have any of those problems on the Mac mm-hmm. yet. Yeah. And that's that's a key. I think one day that if, if the Macintosh computers become dual boot machines and an average PC user can pick up an iMac and run all of his all of his existing PC software on it mm-hmm. for roughly the same price that he could pick up a comparable Dell or an e-machine or whatever it is, and it looks so much better, and there's that allure of... Oh, this is the same as my iPod, and you know, because the yeah. iPod, you can't you can't rule out the effect that the iPod, that success, is having on the general PC population. Oh yeah. I can't I, I, I know can't know tell you how several many times.
2: people that the Halo effect got them. Yeah, you know, they had yeah. an iPod, and now they're running with a Mac Mini. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and
1: you know that's happening left and right. And I think within two years, Apple's market share is going to be at least a quarter more than it is right now. I see them at six or seven at a year and a half from now. I really do. I think. Mm. But I think that the key is dual boot. Because right now, for all the the people who want to check out the Mac because they're so in love with their little iPod, that's still a big leap to completely leave all the legacy stuff that they have currently. All the PC programs, their email, everything that yep. they're completely used to and jumping into a new system. That is a big leap. Now, I know there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast who have done it, but those are usually the more technological advanced users. They're the PC users that really knew what they were doing. Mm -hmm. The average mom and pop, when they consider making that switch, either they don't understand what that switch would entitle... Or it scares the crap out of them. Well, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. They don't realize, oh, yes, you can bring your pictures with you and all that. All the pictures that you took on your digital camera that's in your PC mm-hmm. will work. And you display even better, actually, on the Macintosh no. than it will on the PC. But those are real-world fears. Well, what about all my pictures? Well, I'm just not going to do that because I don't want to take the chance of losing all my pictures.
2: Right. It happens all the time. I think, I think that when... Uh Apple gets switched over to the Intel chip and they they get a little more stable mm-hmm. and every and, and it's more consistent. D- yeah, I think you're going to start seeing more advertising to that effect I think so too. you know back to the switcher campaign. I think Apple you know, is
1: going to try to keep the they're not going to advertise for the consumer machines the ability to run Windows do a boot. I think that's going to be the feature of the whatever replaces the g5, the power Mac. Mm-hmm.
0: But I would also think you know, and this is just me off the top of my head because I have no idea what the technical ramifications are. But with an Intel chip, how much easier would it be to write a migration application like you have for OS, for for Tiger?
1: Yeah, as far as migrating from the Windows photos, XP, yeah, the yeah, yeah. You know, I I could see. I I don't think it would be that difficult at all. I mean, it would be Windows to Windows at that point. Yeah, realistically. Or you know,
2: all this talk about dual boot, why? Why would why anybody want to? If Apple's gonna let you be able to put Windows, Windows, yeah. on their computer, which they already do with Virtual PC, right? But I mean natively, yeah. Mm-hmm. How can how can they keep? you from putting OS 10 on a PC.
1: Because it's going to be software that's built
2: into the... Well, it's got to be something in the hardware. Well, of course if it is is. something in the hardware, what's to keep them from limiting Vista from running on that chip? Well, right now,
1: the only... Well, Vista, theoretically, should already be able to run on the Mac OS. Uh, What the difference is right now is um, the Mac OS and its boot-up sequence, it doesn't use BIOS. There's no BIOS on the Intel Macintosh machines. And obviously Windows XP and anything before that, starts out via the BIOS. Mm -hmm. That's not there. There's a new technology that Intel's been pushing Microsoft to use, but Microsoft isn't going to use it until Vista comes out. Apple is. And I I know what it's called, and I'm just drawing a blank right now. But that's really the only stumbling block. And I think once that stumbling block is... I don't know if you're going to see Windows XP on the Mac platform. I, I think you will. I don't know if I want to see it. I, I For most Mac users, why would you want... If you're leaving the Windows environment and coming to a Mac, pff, don't put it on your machine. God, you, you finally got rid of all that bloated crapware. But by the same token, um, for instance, I have a PC at home because my wife has to use it for work. Yep. And if you're going to buy a new computer, and instead of going with a PC because... One of the family members, when they come home from work, have to have the PC because it only runs Visio or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Well, you can still have you can have the PC. It's on the Mac. But you only have to worry about Windows when you launch that, when you need that particular application.
0: Yeah.
1: You know what happened to me over the weekend? I told you I had to buy that new cell phone. Mm-hmm. They gave me a floppy disk. And <laughs> they said, that's your address book from your old phone. And I said, what am I going to do with a floppy disk? Well, if you ever have to switch your numbers again, it's all on there. I said, can you put this on a CD-ROM? Oh, no, that's too expensive. (laughs) What? I just rolled my eyes and said, thanks.
0: A floppy. Well, most PCs still have a floppy drive, don't Mm -hmm. they? Not a lot of them. No, I, no, no. I don't think. I think a lot of them are the the ones that that worked on a couple years old. The Dells that I'm using at work, they don't have them. You got to figure Apple completely abandoned the floppy drive
2: in 1998. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and everybody was bitching and moaning, but for about six months, and then it's like, okay, okay, yeah, Yeah. you're right. It's a little, it's a, it's it's a horribly. And then zip drives
1: were around for a little while. For a little while, and they didn't. I mean, 100 Mm -hmm. megabytes. What what killed the zip drive is the burnable CD. Right. I mean, let's see. I could spend 10 bucks for a blank zip. 100 megabytes, or I can get a dollar, at the time, for 650 megabytes for a CD. And everybody's like, well, yeah, but you can only write to it once. So what? You have 10 of them, and it's 650 megs. Mm-hmm. Each. I mean, and yeah. now, does anybody ever use, and I heard John DeVork, I think, saying this on Twit, does anybody use, no, it wasn't, it was some other show, I think, does anybody use rewritable CDs? I yeah, don't. I don't I've never. No. Why? Uh, well, because you... you I, the SuperDrive will do it, but I, I don't understand. I understand the concept when someone oh, you know what? If we can reuse a CD, wow, that'll be great. People really like that. They can keep using the CD over and over and over. I never do. No. They cost more. I wouldn't trust not them. not as reliable. The only right. reason
0: I'd want something like that is because I'd want to transport some sort of data. And I have a flash drive for that. Well, even if you didn't, if you have a burnable CD, I mean, mm-hmm. huh, you
1: can buy a, a stack of 50 CDs for 10 bucks. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, you know, that's like a quarter CD. You know, you just so what if you only use it once? It's a quarter. You know, yeah. you're gonna spend more than that to park at a downtown uh, library and with a parking meter. You know, mm-hmm. um, I you know, I, I think that's gonna be all t- for tonight because we just we really need to get onto the uh, video reviews. Yep. And uh, boy, I just there's just not a lot of Mac news going on out there. It's just one of those times of the year that you know all the the goodies came out at MacWorld, and everybody knows all the new stuff. And I just didn't prepare for the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's not just that; there really is not a lot of news out there right now. I,
2: before you sign off though, I think there will be a lot coming real soon. I think there's I think a whole think lot coming. They'll do what they did last year. Yep. The next couple of months, they'll have special events right and left. A lot mm-hmm. of people are saying there's going to be a new iPod release soon. Yeah. Who I expect knows? that. I expect the Mac Mini. Media. I think
1: Apple needs to slow down a little bit on new iPods every.
0: Yeah, that. Yeah, to be, but what? What are they going to do with it? What different, do different design, different.
1: Well, you could have said that a year ago, but you yeah. didn't see you didn't see the Nano coming. You didn't see the. Well, a lot of people saw the video iPod, but every.
2: Have doubts about it. Everybody's yeah. like, "Oh, they're definitely going to do it." And other people are like, "Well, I don't really it's see the point." It's just icing on the cake, though. Exactly. It's a bigger screen. It does video, and it's the same price, and it's twice the space. I don't think you can make <laughs> the any iPod. Why are you complaining? Yeah, I don't think you can make the iPod any
1: hotter of a device than it already is. Not really. <laughs> you uh, can iPod two Return to the forest. Yeah, iPod 2 Return to <laughs> the forest. You can make it Bluetooth. <laughs> <laughs> this time, iPod its Daddy kill. <laughs> Oh wait! It did. It was
0: called uh, Rio. (laughs) (laughs) Went floating down the I River. Yeah. (laughs) I
1: I just I don't know. I don't see the iPod getting any more popular than it already is. I don't. I don't think that's conceivable. Waiting for someone to declare war. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I. I don't know. I. I guess that Apple is under the impression that they got to keep refreshing it to keep interest high. And I don't think the refreshing is keeping the interest high. I think once you get to a certain plateau, people are going to start turning that popularity into something negative. Mm-hmm. Jeez, I just bought this video iPod at 60 gigs. Yeah. And now, oh look, now there's an 80 gig with the detachable keyboard. You know, now it's wireless, and oh, great! See,
0: right now, I think the content dri- is, is what they need to keep driving on with the iPod. I think yeah. so too. And they're they're if you look how far they've come in such a short period of time. Oh yeah, there's
2: there's a lot available. Oh yeah, I thought that it was interesting when they did the uh, uh, what do they call it the the football the um,
1: oh the the bowl games the, the bowl games, games. yeah That's right
2: and I missed a, a good three of them, mm-hmm. and wanted to see them. And then I saw, hey, that's cool. And I, I paid 8 bucks for four 15-minute for mm-hmm. highlights. Yep. And it was an interesting way of watching the games. I, I, it wasn't you, quite the same, you but actually, if it you was worth watch it.
1: it on, well, here's the thing I've noticed about the videos in i in the iTunes Music Store that you can purchase. They look okay on your computer screen. They do.
3: Mm-hmm. And, and
1: I've seen them, and I'm like, yeah, that looks pretty good. Or when I downloaded a video iPod or a video cast, like we're going to do here mm-hmm. later. And I watched them on my screen, and I'm like, okay, yeah. Uh, even if you if you blow it up, yeah, it looks a little grainy and a little pixelated, but, yeah, it's okay for the price. But when you watch it on a video iPod, in fact, I had, uh, I, I believe it was Donnie, actually emailed a question, how do you like, I know you got a video iPod now, Tim, how do you like it? Because I've got a little bit of birthday money, and I was thinking about buying one. What's the video quality like? And uh, for those who haven't actually touched a video iPod and, and saw the video quality, I'm kind of used to it, but. And I know, Chad, you don't have one. And and Mm -hmm. Tad tonight was the first time he's actually uh, really got to see a video iPod in action with video. What do you think of the video
2: quality? It's perfect for what it is.
1: Yeah. It's small,
2: but. Yeah. I would have one in a minute because my iPod's a third generation. It's 15 gigs, it's full. The battery's starting to be a little iffy on it. I'm having trouble with it. So it's it's not long for this world, and I'll have mm-hmm. I'll upgrade it pretty soon. But I would have had one a long time ago. But I think it's a niche product. The video iPod? Yeah, some well, it's, people. It's not it's perfect it's, for if you're doing commuting on a train or bus. But it's but here's the or, thing: it's not a video iPod anymore. They don't carry one like yours anymore. Oh, you I know. Either buy the Nano well, or the videos thrown in. Right, it's free. I mean, there'll be a video iPod. Right. You know, probably widescreen format. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be something. I love it. I think it's it's perfect. I just don't really have a need for it. I drive myself to work. I can't watch it in the car. Well, you can if you. The the only other time I'm watching video, lunch or something. Why do I want to watch on a small screen? Uh, I said the same
1: thing, but I'm starting to download some video podcasts, and I found that it looks so much cleaner on the video iPod, and plus. I don't have any kind of like a DVD Extra, player right, right. in my car, mm-hmm. and so I and yeah. For I video have to show podcasts, you how I've got um, i who, who, who iPad mm-hmm. in my car. It's kind of this uh, retractable, or it's not retractable, but bendable. It's, it's a
0: flexible, super heavy weight.
1: Yeah, I saw <laughs> yeah. that review. you did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I put the video iPod in there and and aim it so our two and a half year old in the back can see it, and I've ripped. Uh, DVDs directly to my iPod now. Well, yeah. through iTunes. And uh, it, it just, it works. And the picture is great. She sits back there. The sound is coming through the stereo. She's watching Jack Jack Attacks from The Incredibles. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put a whole movie on there because no. I don't want to have to sit there and listen to an entire movie. Mm-hmm. But it, for that purpose, it works great. And I don't have to go out and buy something that mounts on the top of my car. Oh, yeah. A flip down video screen. I, and I don't want to take DVDs in my car and get them all scratched up. See yeah. the, the
2: the place for it. For, you know, for kids, it's great. Yeah, I, I think it's a... Just, just personally, the, I don't know when I would use one. Vid, the video I... The video. Uh, the, the video.
1: Well, but you know what, though? And we're, and we're focusing on the video only, but I've got a fourth generation click wheel that's not color screen. And I like it well enough. But when you start getting used to, especially driving, and you want to look over to see what song is playing or what have you, um, it is so much easier to see it on this color screen because it's just so much more clear. The backlighting is so much better. The contrast is a lot better. It's it's night and day screen-wise. And I know the fourth-generation iPod photos are the same way. I've got it. Tad's looking at my video iPod right now. I've got it so the backlighting turns off within 10 seconds. But you can actually set it so the backlighting stays on all the time.
2: I really like the case.
1: Uh, That case is actually from our sponsor, Small Small Dog Electronics. You see it's got the the paw print, yeah. I'll put a link to, uh, they sent me a couple products. They said, hey, maybe you could talk about these on the podcast sometime if you like them enough. Mm. I kind
2: of like the the color, too. It's, you know, it's not black. Right. Mm -hmm. No, it's it's
1: It's leather. I didn't put the clip on it because I never put it. And honestly, I don't keep it in the case unless I'm transporting it. But if it's in the car, it's not in the case. It's sitting in the stand. But when I take it out, it immediately goes into that because I'm just. I'm terrified of scratching up the screen on that video iPod.
2: Is this a uh, 60 gig?
1: Yes, that's a 60 gig video iPod. This is the
2: same case fit 30 and 60? Yes. With that elastic part? Yep, and
1: it stretches out a little bit. It's a nice. I like that. The only thing I don't like is. Most good. <laughs> yeah but what I don't like about it quite honestly, is see they 've got a place for your headphones, well, yeah. if you have your headphones plugged in, yeah, it pulls it in, yeah. yeah, but it does have a little magnetic um clasp clasp so it closes snugly and keeps your iPod and pod nice and protected. um I doubt if i'm going to do a, uh, an actual review on it because they are a sponsor for the podcast, but I'll mention the product for. Them. Mm-hmm. They pay to to advertise on our show, and that's advertising. Although I didn't tell Tad anything about that <laughs> this case, he brought that up himself. <laughs> but well, well, I do like. the You case. may see it when
0: we do the video review because we may have to have it in the video review for the uh, yeah for the items. So. Yeah, you
1: get, we're gonna we're gonna record uh, two or three video reviews and a f- special feature on Tad's uh, big monstrosity camera thing. <laughs> and uh, we're not gonna post them all at the same time. We'll post them over the next week and t- week or two. Yep. Videos take a lot of space, and quite honestly, that's starting to cost a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, I did want to mention before we take off, if you're interested in getting your product uh, spotlighted in MyMac.com, either send an email to Tim at MyMac.com or the MyMac Podcast or podcast at Gmail.com, and uh, we can talk. Yep. Thanks for having us
0: over, Ted. I appreciate Thanks it. Come. Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast at our RSS feed at MyMac.com
2: or by visiting the iTunes Music Store's podcast section. Please send all feedback to MyMacPodcast at gmail.com. And thanks for listening to the MyMac.com podcast.